Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetSports. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor, looking beautiful in blue there today. How you feeling, Andy? That's a comfy sweatshirt. I couldn't find this for a couple days, and pretty happy. Like when you when you lose a shirt and then you find it, that's another like life simple pleasures. So it turns out my wife had washed it. I don't do that with sweatshirts all that often. So that's where that went. Um, good. It's draft day finally. It's going to be a long next eight and a half hours as we wait for the draft. The silliest part is the fact that, and again, Jacksonville still at this point may not know who they're taking. That's out there. But I mean, some of these years where it's been like, I mean, last year with uh, our guy, the quarterback, you know, everyone knew it was Trevor Lawrence for like six months. And they still take the whole 10 minutes? Like, what is that? Do they tell them to do that? To stretch the broadcast? Like, what's going on? Just walk up there. Be ready. You know, any fantasy football draft I've ever been in, the guy, the first guy has decided, and he just says, like, I'll take, I'm taking this guy. Like, just do it right away. It's so dumb. Every. It does feel like the first three picks should be like five minutes. Yeah. At least, at least the first two. Like, he should walk up there, welcome to the NFL draft. The number one pick is duh. The number two yep. pick. Yeah, they, they should have like three three owners up on stage to start it out. Like, just be, or be ready, be up there. Have Detroit close to the really stage. Yeah, it would. It's uh, and the the live betting opportunities. We don't want to go too fast, I guess. So, I have. Let me count. I'm gonna do a. Uh, I'm gonna do a circle on my. Did I close my one spreadsheet? I have nine spreadsheets open, and I don't think I have the one open that actually matters here. I have my Mexico open. I have my live PGA scoring. I have my brown bag bets planner tracker. Here it is. I have Andy's mock Andy. draft. Andy's mock draft. I have. Did you do mock draft appear. last year? I can't remember. I, I do one every year. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it up this afternoon. Have my official official. Only have I have some small bets that I'm not gonna count. I have 28 real bets on there, <laughs> and a lot of them. And there are situations they can't all win. You know, it's some like. There's a couple that overlap where, you know, if this one wins, the other one will inherently lose. It's like a first touchdown score. You've never swept the board on first touchdown score, Alex. Always been a little Can't disappointed we haven't been able to do that. It's just not something that happens. So, <laughs> um, yeah, and there is going to be a lot of steam today. Steven in the chat says, you guys feel hearing anything on Icky? Icky is getting some steam at three. Um, Bet Online is actually up to 250 on bets now. But, and this was a situation we ran into yesterday, they were having some issues on the front end where like, they raised the limits and then nobody could bet. Everyone was freaking out. Like, why would you do that? Are you just screwing with us to have fun? Says, Are we in a simulation? Maybe. If you if you go click on that go to classic site, and then all of a sudden betting worked. So it was just something on their end, which is super goofy. Low Vig is working. Classic site was working. And yes, they did raise limits. Limits should go up everywhere today. I honestly, I believe people should be a little more um, open-handed with some of the limits on some of these, especially the over-unders. But my mock will be, yeah, Vegas are closed down. They're done. 24 hours for the draft, they have to shut down. I remember talking to Dylan about that because at Circa, they're, they're still writing tickets, but they're doing it in Colorado. You know, they, they have to shut down at a certain point, which is dumb. And not only that, yeah, Rick Daddy, I prefer classic bet online as well. Just from the when I'm looking at my pending bets, especially, I hate the new one, how it looks. 
So, and then Brett says, don't raise limits. I don't want to bet more. Yes, That's, you do. Uh, yeah, kind of do. Kind of <laughs> do. So, uh, my mock, I'll go through my top 10 as of now. This, this is not official top 10. I have every right to change this before the official, official one comes out at. <laughs> I didn't do it last year. I was so pissed about not doing it because we got. This is good the 10.30 a.m. draft. Yeah, we, we got really good information on the Trey Lance thing, and I went and bet it everywhere I could. And then I didn't go back and change my mock. Like, I would have had a 50-point huddle report mock if I would have gone and changed that. It would have been, That was a pretty fucking high score for a mock draft, honestly, so. Um, I'm, I might change mine last minute this year and say this is my official one, even though nobody's creating it but me. So for right now, I'm still with Trayvon at, at number one, Mr. Walker from Georgia. And then I'm still, the Lions did a lot of due diligence, and I still think he's the best player in the draft. I'm still Thibodeau 3-2, Derek Stingley 3 to Houston. Houston's a GD wild card, though. Who knows? And then at that point, what are you going to do? Aiden Hutchinson's there. You can't not take him if you're the Jets. And this is where I get a little squirrely with it because it would behoove me. I did. This is more of the, how would the draft look for Andy to make the most possible money ever? So that's why I have Cross ahead of Icky. Cross at five, Icky at six. Obviously, you can flip-flop that pretty easily or put Icky at three. Uh, Quanu is getting a lot of love. He's probably the best prospect, although Cross only knock is that he played in an air raid system. He's he's a big effing dude. Uh, at that point, Sauce Gardner is your top cornerback off the board. That would be fun. Or is your second cornerback. At, at that point, the over four and a half cornerbacks are starting to take off. And then I have a, a wide receiver run. Drake London has been linked to Atlanta. I'd love to see Atlanta get, get this. And yes, Patrick, Neil dropping out of the top 10 would be something. But they, you can't. There's only so many spots. This is one of these things, you know, you can't get everybody in there. So Drake London, Garrett Wilson, who is your favorite to be the top quarter wide receiver. Drake London, you can find to be top wide receiver at plus 250 right now. If you want to, if you want to get squirrely on that, I have added that today. Garrett Wilson and then Jamison Williams to the Jets. I obviously really, 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 really think Carolina trades out and that might mess things up, but I don't mock trades because that's impossible. And really, Seattle should probably trade. Atlanta could go a different direction. This is hard. It's incredibly hard to do this. So I, I think there should be at least one trade in the top ten. But yeah, clues, brother. There is just about every year at this point. I guess maybe not on draft night though. Yeah, no. Like there was a bunch um, pre- previous to the draft. So, and then I will say one more time before we end up doing the drafting tonight. We still have our promo. This is exclusive to us here. Bet $5 on any NFL draft prop with a new sign-up at a FanDuel Sportsbet account at one of the states that allows you to bet on draft props. You get a free $125 in site credit. It's that easy. It says so right in the in the graphic. So just bet 5 bucks on a draft prop, get 125 in site credit details in the show notes. Click the link. Take the ride. Buy the ticket, grab the brass ring, close out night in the NBA again. We closed two series last night, and we could close three more tonight. There are all three home teams are up three two. That can't be. Uh, no, actually, one team. The Raptors <laughs> are down. Are oh down yeah, it isn't. It isn't. It feels like it, a, a rude trick. It is in Toronto. You actually have it backwards. All the road teams are down two three. 
That's what I. All meant. the home teams. Sorry, all the home teams are down two three. All the road teams are up three to two. You've got me all combobulated. I know. I, I said it wrong. I meant. I knew it was one way, and I just I screwed it up, and I threw you. Let's start this again from the top. Dan, take us out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Raptors will host Philly as a again a short home dog, down by facing elimination. New Orleans will face a Phoenix team at home as a short road dog or home dog facing elimination. And the Utah Jazz as a pickish pick'em at home facing elimination. I want that one to happen. I need that. That would be great. Cash some tickets. Oh, it's a late game. Wish that would happen before the draft too. But uh, Drew put me on those Dallas um, futures. Excuse me, whatever we want to call it. Like Dallas to win the, the series when it was tied two-two the night that you had the minus three. So it was all Dallas money coming in that night. But uh, I don't know. Thoughts on any of those games before you give a pick? Yeah, two games uh, that I don't have picks in. Phoenix, New Orleans. Uh, like Phoenix, the number came out pretty close to mine. I had Phoenix minus two. They're minus two and a half. Mm. They've been playing better basketball. It seems like they've figured out a little bit of what to do with the rebounding and how to slow down this Pelicans team just from getting too many extra possessions. But, you know, kind of came out right on my number. I don't mind an under. We've seen unders just crush these last couple days in some of these games. Again, as you get closer to elimination, teams get much more deliberate. And like the Mavericks tonight, thought about maybe betting them as at a pick them. But again, I had it just right at Dallas minus one. So it came out pretty close to my numbers. But the game that I do like quite a bit, my Philadelphia 76ers effectively playing for their playoff life. This is going to be really ugly if it gets back to Philadelphia, as we talked about yesterday. But they're in Toronto, and this series just continues to be an absolute grind. You look at last game, neither team got to 100 points. The games before that, I mean, you're looking at paces in the 80s for some of these games. I mean, they even in game four at a pace of 98, and the total was still only 212. Really like the under here. Again, I expect Toronto to try to grab control of this game and really turn it into a grind. We know the Sixers honestly don't mind slowing down a little bit. The defense for them is really solid, and without Matisse Thibel in because they'll be playing in Toronto, um, you know, the offense on the fast break can be a, a little less potent. I mean, he's, again, not the best shooter in the world, but creates a lot of turnovers, leads to those fast breaks, does a good job running on those things. So I think, again, we'll see a pretty slow-paced, ugly game tonight. Happy to take the under Sixers-Raptors, under 211. And, you know, Andy, it's it's an interesting spot for me. I either, you know, the Sixers either win the playoffs, win the tonight and continue their playoff run, or – Glenn Rivers gets fired almost immediately. I wonder if they even let him out of the country. That's uh, yeah, one way or the other, it's fun. It's fun for you. Like I love that altogether. Silver linings. Silver lining. Yeah, like, well, they're not gonna fire him before Game Seven. <laughs> like, would, that would be pretty funny though. They're just like you. It doesn't even matter if you win Game Seven. You're done, Glenn. Go home. Like we're just gonna let Joel coach. We don't care. You're done. It's over. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm. I hate to cheer against your team, but honestly, like your mindset has to be. I don't think this team can win a championship right now with this coach and with how tough the East is looking. How good the Celtics look if the Bucks get healthy. Like it just. It's a really big hill, and it, it'd be better just to find a new coach and come back with this core next year. I think that's where my head. Is. That's where I'm at with my Timberwolves. Whatever. Like we're not gonna win the West. But I'm just excited to see them competing, and we just need to add a few more pieces, maybe some more, uh, maybe some more assistant coaches. We only have like six, so go, 
You know, go under. Last time I bet an under, it was Drew put me on it, and the damn thing went, it almost went to overtime. I was going to have to be hot with him. Um, Rick Daddy's asking, what are your favorite follows for late news, Steam? I mean, just the big accounts because they're going to hit it eventually. There's always some news from Schefter. I mean, follow Schrager and Daniel Jeremiah. Like, those are the, the big draft accounts that aren't like McShay and and Mel Kuyper, like the, the guys who are actually putting in some of the, the work. Guys. Yeah, go go look if you if you have access to Vegas refunds, um, his mock uh, draft betting thing that he put together. Go look at the order he has some of those draft things in. Some of those bigger names on there are worth following for sure. Um, even though he does have McShay on there, but like. Some of those accounts are definitely worth following. Should make a good draft news like list for next year for people to follow. Those are things you can share on Twitter. Like if you make a list of accounts, that's a good project. I'm going to talk to VR about that. Oh, Mexico, the Mexico, Mexico open looked rough. Like the first eight guys off the tee were in plus numbers. One guy was three over through a couple holes. He ended up hitting a hole in one and is, uh, working his way back up the leaderboard. My, Hey, this course is easy and might get bent over. Theory was not looking great for like 40 minutes. And then actual good golfers hit the golf course and things are things are starting to roll my way. So my um my guys there, what do we want to say? Rom from I'm trying to think of all the people that were in that. Remember the price fix entry that I had like five people in? I should have wrote those down. It was definitely Rom who's off and he's playing well. It was definitely Aaron Wise who's three under through eight. He only needs to shoot a 69 to push. He's on pace for a, I mean, even if he just shoots even par, he's on pace for a 68. So Rom's four under through however many holes he's played. He just needs to shoot three under for the day. So Gary Woodland, Russell Knox, and Abe Answer need to come out swinging this afternoon. And I did put some matchups up in the Discord. My favorite one was the Fino over Reed. Reed's even par through eight. Fino hasn't teed off, but a couple of them are starting to look good. Olympic medalist Cheng Sung Pan is two under in his matchup, up by two. So good job to those guys. And I do have a couple round ones that I didn't end up uh, putting in the Discord yet. I should probably do that to feel for those guys. But uh, these are afternoon matchups. There weren't any real good morning matchups I liked today. Um, except uh, I'm, I'm a little worried about the wind kicking up for some of these guys, but it doesn't look like it's going to be nasty. So Emiliano Grillo, South American, over Scott Piercy here at this price. That's one that's just I should have at a bigger price. Mostly a Piercy fade from the stats I used. Um, looking at it, I'm not so sure this is like a bomber's paradise where you need to hit it long. It's people people who are hitting their second shots nice are scoring. Like these these greens look easy to put on if you can put yourself in a decent position. So I'm not just looking for big bombers here. And then Scott Stallings is a guy I have repeatedly bet against not always with super amount of success i'm not sure if i'm missing something there but he is favored over james hahn this is a 207 p.m tea time for these two i think that's right and james hahn at plus 110 makes a lot of sense for me here i have him a lot higher he's a guy who is really his only knock in the stuff i used was he's middle of the pack for scoring on par five but 
birdies gained, opportunities gained, hitting greens, tee to green, ball striking. Like it sucks to say James Hahn's like top 25 in a lot of those in this field because it's that bad of a field. I don't have Scott Stallings up there. So getting a dog price on that feels good. And I will just, those are the only two. I'm I'm excited to take some time off from the draft eventually night and look at how this course actually played. This is not a course that has ever been played in competition before. They made changes to a resort course and now they're just trying it out. So it's 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 been interesting so far to see how it's playing. And I think I'll have some more plays for tomorrow for single round action in Puerta Vallarta. Looks lovely, by the way. It sounds fun. Puerta like Vallarta. you know how we always talk about the WTA, ATP, ITF, all that, like how they, it must be rough having to go to Monaco and Umag and all these beautiful cities. Estoril, have you seen the pictures of Estoril from the yeah, ATP? Estoril looks stunning. Like it looks stunning. They're all these beautiful coastal cities, but the golfers don't have it too bad either. A couple stops in Hawaii, Pebble Beach, and then you get to go to Puerto Man. And like if you, play Puerto Rico and some of those other Caribbean events. You get some nice stops. So this is definitely up there. Uh, Madrid. I'm not going to shit on Madrid. It's not like a beautiful coastal city, but is it on the coast? Am it's I wrong? It's lovely in Spain on yeah. the plane or something. Not know. much rain. No, not much. But a couple picks for us. Um, Outright's fighting for their dear life right now. I'm not sure where Ostapenko is. I tried to close that as to... Pay attention to what's going on here. But a couple picks for us tomorrow. Um, one that I talked about yesterday at the bottom there, Zachary, minus three. Just really love these conditions for her. And I think that Madison Keys continues to be overvalued based on her run on faster hardcore surfaces earlier this year. It's, it's just Keys has just this big name that, that attracts a lot of attention. And people think of her at her very best. Her potential continues to be very high. But what we see week to week, especially in conditions like this tends out to be very good. And then we'll grab a big underdog here. Um, Elena Rybakina is the favorite in this match. She's a great player. These are pretty good conditions for her. She honestly should do well here. But Dodan has kind of a similar serve, similar power to her game, has come through qualifying, quietly putting together a nice little start to clay season here. And I have this match closer to like plus 300. Honestly, less than that as I start to tweak some stuff. And the spread at five and a half games, I closer to four and a half. So happy to take the plus 425 here and the plus five and a half games just a really nice spot and again we're you know we're in madrid so we're not indoors but the altitude makes a big difference the air being thin um again helps players with their serve a little bit helps with the power you see the ball flying around much more quickly and it tends to help younger players who are in just a little better shape and a little better fitness not that rob is an older player but um again just not an advantage for her there it looks like a very similar matchup in terms of styles i think dodan can definitely keep this match close if not sneak out a win here so a big dog and then a favorite spread for us tomorrow morning um these will all be 5 a.m eastern or later i was just gonna i was just gonna ask so like Overnight-ish. Like, I got time. Because I got a meeting it's and then coffee. I got lunch. I'm not going to play Tennis and right coffee. Now. Tennis and yeah, coffee. Well, I like that on a Friday, especially. All right. Yeah, I, I haven't done a whole lot to really sell this golf tournament this weekend. And you know why? Because it fucking sucks. Like, it is an, it's a course we've never seen with a field that, like, I mean, Alex would only be getting, like, four aside from some of these guys. I might be getting 20, but like, I mean, there's some, it's a pretty bad field outside of like ROM and answer. There's, there's a low end field here. It's not a good tournament, but 
over the next few weeks, we do have some really good ones with the Byron Nelson, with the Wells Fargo, even though it's not at Quail this year, and three weeks to PGA Championship. We have another major coming up on the plains of uh, Oklahoma, rather. Or, yeah, Tulsa. I'm almost sure it's in Tulsa. I feel like I had a little brain fart there, and I couldn't get that through. So do encourage you to check out our one of our title sponsors, Prop Swap, as they are starting to have some uh, golf prices up there again. You can buy some PGA Championship tickets. Sell yours if you get some early Scotty numbers and ended up putting them up, having some nice paper tickets you want to sell. You can get a 100% deposit match up to 500 bucks using our promo code BETSPERTS, PropSwap.com. With that, hit the thumbs up and go be on your merry way and count down the minutes to the draft, guys. Good luck.